everybody, and welcome to the JC and Bill Sportscast. I'm Bill. I'm JC, and this is a special Thursday afternoon episode. Yeah, you of could JC call it the a, Bill Sportscast. You could call it an after-school special. <laughs> That's right. We got where we won't be talking about the Bears and the Commanders tonight. Well, I'm just going to make a prediction on that. It's going to be a lot better than last Thursday night's game. Hey, did you watch the whole game last Thursday night? No, I didn't. I did, and I had to go to work the next day. You poor man. I believe I deserve a 50% discount from Amazon. (laughs) Even the Denver fans were walking away. And we're going to start on that. Yeah. We're going to start on how Denver is this wonderful place to be. And yet, the fans were going away. It was, in, it was in overtime they were walking out because they knew their team was going to lose. <sighs> I don't know what to tell you. I mean, b- between that, I mean, that is a sign that your team is doing bad. At least, you know, with certain other teams that are bad, at least they stay with it to the end. Oh, Denver. Yeah, forget Denver about was Denver. out and gone. Uh, I mean, that might have been, from statistics point of view, the worst football yeah, sorry, game. Had... Oh. oh, sorry. There we I just go. had to change the Wi-Fi. No, I was going to say. Sorry. I was going to say, that game might have been statistically one of the worst played games ever. I, There was no touchdowns in that game. It was all field goals. Uh, Russell Wilson, who Seattle graciously gave to the Denver Broncos in exchange for multiple high-end draft picks, by the way, it's going, by the way, mm-hmm. to let Geno Smith not cook, but barbecue back there as the top offensive team in the NFL. Can you believe that? Mm. Now, their defense is also the worst defense in the league. But if you think about this one, Denver, who is supposedly, like I said, this historic town of John Elway, Peyton Manning, and now Russell Wilson. You've had the Colorado Avalanche with Joe Sackick, Nathan McKenna. You've had the Rockies with Larry Walker. And now, like I said, you got Russell Wilson there. They're booing. They're count. Have you ever seen a game where they actually count down the play clock? No, never. Never. Not till Denver did it. And it was only in week two. I mean, and I and I also want to mention uh, the Denver Nuggets, Dikembe Mutombo, and now Nikola Jokic, who's doing a tremendous job there as well. Still, yes. though. Still. I mean. And since we're on the wonderful place of Denver, which I did land in one time wearing my Seahawks jersey after we beat the Denver Broncos in the Super Bowl, the number one rival of the Seahawks, not the Raiders, not the Chiefs, not the Chargers, the Broncos, they have the highest paid mascot. 
Oh, yes. I saw that. <laughs> At $625,000. And you know what, Rocky? You deserve every penny for living in a crap town called Denver. For the Nuggets. You deserve it, man. I watched some of your videos, man. You are a good mascot. You need to go somewhere good. Oh, I mean, man. you need to go and take down Mr. Matt. You need to go down and take down Whoopi or Yuppie from the Montreal Canadiens. You need to go down and take the Fanatic from Philly. Or Gritty from Philly. I mean, doesn't Philadelphia have some of the greatest mascots ever? Well, the Philly Fanatic, yeah. Yeah, so what about Gritty? Uh, he hasn't gotten into that level yet. And did you see what Seattle brought out for their mascot? Oh my god, that troll rejected character? <laughs> <sighs> I, I don't know what to say about that one. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I, the name's not bad. Bowie. <laughs> but a troll that looks like that. Come on, man. Yeah, I know. I know. You know. Oh. But absolute, I mean, we can all predict. I think we all predicted Denver would do something this year. And now we don't know what we're going to expect um, from them. Hold on. I don't think I had them in the playoffs. No, I don't think. Did I have them? I can't remember right now. Uh, I, I got it here. Uh, you did not have them in the playoffs. DK did. I did not. Unreal. So at least the two I mean, of us are smart. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to change that. I mean, great defense. Don't get me wrong. Poor offense. And now how much does this make Pete Carroll look like a genius out there in Seattle with it, his it's offense? It's kind of right now. And, you know? And, and uh, Seattle, they're in a position right now where, as of this recording, they're a game out of first. Yeah, and they should have beat the Falcons, and they should have beat the Saints. Obviously, circumstances besides that. Mm -hmm. They could literally be 4-1, and one, and people would be seeing... I mean, people are seeing the praise of what Geno Smith. And it all comes back to what he said after they beat the Broncos at home, which Russell Wilson will never, ever, ever, ever get all 32 wins against... Or 31... Or all, sorry, all 32 wins against, you know, every team, right? Mm-hmm. What Gino said at the end of it, right? And Gino said, "They wrote me off. I did not write back." Well, and I what mean, what you're seeing from him is great. It, I mean, it is. It's you're you're seeing him throwing bombs to DK, to Lockett, to his tight ends. You got the running backs. Unfortunately, Penny got hurt. Well, I mean, between him and Teddy Bridgewater, who was doing good until he got concussed last week against the Jets. You know, we're seeing right now some quarterbacks who are honestly have new life put into them. Yeah, and it's the way the NFL's going, right? I mean, it's a throwing league, and these guys can, can throw. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're, they're game managers, as much as they don't want to say it anymore, but they can throw, and they're letting Geno, they're letting him barbecue back there. They're letting him do what he needs to do. And with that offensive line that they have, that for the first time, I think, in years, Gino never got sacked against Detroit two weeks ago. And you watch Russell out in Denver, you know, 
And then you wonder why fans are against Russ. I mean, did you see the post game after last Thursday when Richard Sherman went off? Well, yeah, because it was the exact same play as Super Bowl Forty Nine. Yeah. You know, run it. He said, run the dang ball. And I would love to sit there and pick Richard Sherman's mind on football, on the business side of football one day. I mean, it's so odd to get the same play twice to ever happen to you. Yep. And televised on a Thursday night football like that, and you lose, and the fans are going home, I mean – Denver's not going to put up with this, and you're stuck with, with them. So you're stuck with the, that team. What are you going to do? I think they're going to be last in that division by the looks of it. I mean, if the Raiders would actually kick the ball to tie the game and go after it against Kansas City. I Okay, you know what? I, I don't mind that call that they did. The only problem that I had with it was how much time there was left. It was like almost four and a half minutes. If they if they had done it say with less than two minutes, maybe like a minute twenty seven, then yeah, I I I'd, I'd yeah. been fine with it. Yeah, I mean, and they stopped Kansas City on the next drive. They did. You know, now maybe Kansas City was playing for because they had the one point lead. We'll never know. But with that much time, you got to kick. You got to go for the extra points. Hmm. Right, make Kansas City do something to win it. Right, you pick him off. Now you're in field goal territory. We're one of the best kickers in the game right now. And yet, Raiders doing Raider things. Yep. You know, but I mean, that Monday Nighter was a great game. Oh, it was. It was a very good game Monday night. Yeah, it made up for it made up for Thursday and what's coming up next Monday with the oh, Broncos and the Chargers. Chargers, yeah. And are we done with Broncos on prime time after that? Uh, I can check their schedule real quick. So I believe everybody else in America and Canada is done with it. Hold on, schedule. Uh, they got a Sunday morning game on the 30th of October. Does that count or no? No, that's Halloween. All right, then after Monday night, they're done. <laughs> Good. Oh hey, no, no, know, no. They oh, got one more. What? December eleventh against the Chiefs. Although that could be flexed, so Oh are, and are and the... are you going to flex Mahomes or is that a Monday nighter? No, it's a Sunday night game. Are you gonna flex Mahomes? Alright. Oh, you know what I just found too? Oh the, the Broncos play on Christmas Day. Oh, man, can we – you know what? This is great for the Seahawks. Bring that top five. Just hand deliver, put it in a mail, put a post stamp on there, send it FedEx, put it on Alaska Air, Airlines because Russell is a is a sponsor. He can hand deliver that first round top five pick to Seattle next year. Christmas Day with the Denver Broncos. Well, actually, it would be Christmas afternoon and the early evening with the Broncos. <laughs> as Homer as Homer Simpson said, oh, not the Denver Broncos. Yep. <laughs> Got to start somewhere, Homer. But, you know, is that Monday night, night game not a trap game for the Chargers? It could be. 
It very well could be. And as we roll right into football, has this not been a weird year for football? Yeah. I mean, you've got the NFC East. You got three teams that are two teams are four and one, and one's five and zero. Oh. Best division in football. Yes, after being the worst division in football for, for like years. ten years. <laughs> we can't even make fun of it right now. And one of the quarterbacks is a backup. Yes. Which Cooper Rush is doing doing good. Dak will be back. We'll see what happens then. Mm-hmm. I mean, you obviously have to play pay, play Dak with what you're paying him. You have to. Unfor- I mean, right. uh, unfortunately, you have to. Yep. I mean, that's guaranteed money. Which brings me to the next question. Who would you rather see Sunday night? Bills, Chiefs, Eagles, Cowboys? Honestly, I'd I'd rather see Bills and Chiefs, and I'll tell you why. Because with Dallas and Philadelphia, the way they're playing right now, are we guaranteed come December that both of them are still going to be as good as they are right now? With the Bills and the Chiefs, I'm pretty much guaranteed that they will be this this good come December. Yeah. And a potential AFC championship game between the two. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know for a fact that CBS, like that Bills-Chiefs game, is the only late afternoon game they are airing that day on CBS. They are not airing another game that day. Nope. And you have the Seahawks-Cardinals game that could potentially be pushed back if the Mariners win tonight. To a 3.30 start. Mm-hmm. I think, it, yeah, 3.30 start my time, 5.30 start your time. Right. Instead of one oh five. Yeah, because of the uh, postponement. Yep. Of the... Uh... Yankees and Guardians, which which we'll talk about baseball in a, in a little bit. Yeah, and if the Mariners, because the Mariners will be playing in Seattle on Sunday if they win tonight or tomorrow to draw game four on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Or I think it's Saturday or whatever it is, you know. Right. Speaking of Thursday night football, because we don't get to talk much about Thursday night football, Bill's commanders are on tonight. Going up against the Chicago Bears. I'm going to be honest with you here. I think the Commanders are going to win that game tonight, and I'll tell you why. Ooh, here, okay, what's what's the spread? Do we know what the spread it is, is? It is a pick'em. Ooh, one and a half. Like it? I say the Commanders are going to win that game tonight because the Bears' rush defense is one of the worst defenses in the league. And now with the return of Brian Robinson, you got three three. You got three good running backs in Gibson, McKissick, and Robinson. You can rotate the three of them together. I don't think the Bears defense is going to be able to stop the run. If their whole game plan, if their whole offensive game plan is going to be 
revolving around the run more than the pass. Commanders are going to win that game tonight. Well, we see a touchdown on Thursday night football yes. tonight. Yes. Okay. Well, we see two touchdowns on, on Thursday night football. <laughs> you can't have it two weeks in a row. Yeah, you're going to get two touchdowns tonight. I don't know, you know if what? it's, I don't know if it's oh, going to be one oh. from each or both, you know. <laughs> yeah, and and I will say one thing. I mean, from the JC and Bill sportscast to to Robinson, man, congratulations on coming back after being shot. Mm-hmm. That's an amazing story. With Ron Rivera telling him he's, he's going to be playing, flying his mom out to watch him play last week. You know, good on you. I think you're going to be a, a stud in the league. And it's going to make him stronger. And I, I mean, they have a good pick in that, in that running back. Yeah. Him and Gibson. I mean, right. Until, until the rookie gets his kids, like, uh, his get that, that game underneath his feet. And then he will be the starting running back for the, for the commanders. Mm-hmm. All right. He looked Prediction good. Then. He looked good on Sunday. He did. I have him in my fantasy pool. A couple of them. All right. I want to. I want to stay with the Commanders real quick. Because oh, I know. I know where this is going. Yeah. Uh, Dan Snyder is almost on Jimmy Hoffa level here, folks. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, earlier today, reports came out that Dan Snyder hired some people to dig up some dirt on not only Roger Goodell, but into other owners of the National Football League. To which one person said privately, quote, they can't F with me. Mm-hmm. Did he not just sign his... his- I'm not going to say the word because I don't want to be accused if something bad happens to him, but he just not signed his his I am now kicked out of the NFL yeah. waiver. Yeah. He He's done for. No. If he makes it past this season, I will be surprised. I mean, he was doing so good with not saying anything during his suspension. And then all of a sudden, he's now on the same level with Kanye West of, just just shut up. Just please shut up. Yep. At, at, at least with Dan Snyder, at least he didn't say anything offensive in this, except no one can really touch me. Whereas yeah. Kanye and made an anti-Semitic have... reply, which yes. we will not say here. No. Um, yeah, just... I read some of the stuff that he's done over the years where he went after he wanted to host the Super Bowl, I think, in 2003 and went after the Cardinals' ownership in the family that was well-respected. And he got mad about it. And now he's going after – and the thing that you don't want to do as much as we bug Jerry Jones is you do not want to drop his name. Just let me buy the team. Let me buy the team. Bill, me and you, we will put a GoFundMe today. Yeah. To start to buy the team. After this, I will set it up. I know it's over four billion dollars. Yes, and it. we will respect everybody with the dignity that they deserve. Yes. Ron Rivera, you would still be our head coach. Yes. 
This this right? was we love we love Riverboat Ron. This was a respected organization for so many years. I actually had a thought, JC, and, and I'm kind of glad we're recording this today. I'm going to say something controversial. Because I we, we have members on our board who are fans of the Commanders or the Redskins. Mm-hmm. And I thought about this. Dan Snyder's not to blame for the downfall of the Commanders, the Redskins, whatever you want to call them. The football team. Right. They are now known as a football team. I'll tell you who should be to blame for this. Jack Kent Cook, the previous owner. And I'll tell you why. Because he had, for over a decade, a consistent winner with Joe Gibbs and all of them. When Joe Gibbs retired... The first time, there was really nothing you could do about it. Yeah. So he gives Richie Pettibone the head coaching position. They don't do good the first year. He fires them. And then he hires North Turner, who, if you really want to look at it, didn't do too bad in Washington. But where Jack Kent Cook made the mistake... And it has still haunted the franchise to this day. He did not leave the franchise to his son, John. If he had left the Redskins organization to John Kent Cook, I don't think they're in this position right now that they're in. So don't blame Dan Snyder for the downfall of the team. Blame Jack Kent Cook. And I like Jack Kent Cook. You know, if, I can't even blame him. You know who I blame? I blame the American government <laughs> for this whole thing. Because if he were to give it to his son, he would have had to pay so many taxes on it. Would he have been able to keep it afloat? Especially in Washington, D.C.? I mean, that's why the Buffalo Bills got sold. I mean, they came from money. I don't know. Right? That's why I blame the American government and their tax system. And I blame the tax system for ruining sports as it is. I blame the governments for all over America and Canada. Everybody wants to go to Florida, no tax. You go to New York, was it 14%? You go to California, 20%. Delaware, no tax. Yeah. You, you'd think there'd be a sports team in Delaware, and there isn't. Yeah. That's why I blame, you know, oh, we want to be competitive. We want the salary cap. We want this. We want that. I mean, are you kidding me? There, There is no competition. Now, don't get me wrong. As we talk about a little bit of hockey coming up, JT Miller signed the Vancouver Canucks. And there's some tax in BC. He's American. Could have went down to Florida. Could have went somewhere, but he stayed there. But overall, I mean, Terry Hill said it <clears throat> until he got beat by the Jets. I signed with Miami because there's no tax down there. We may be the only sports podcast that is defending Dan Snyder for not ruining the team. <laughs> and we don't like him. We do not like him. I mean, he's degraded women. He's done stupid stuff. He's got, I mean, it just, the list goes on and on and on and on. And yet, you blame the previous owner, 
I blame the American government. government. Jeez, <laughs> we are messed up today, folks. But it's this, kind of the this truth. This is the last episode of the JC and Bill Sportscast. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Leave the memories alone. <laughs> At least I won't, you know, get, uh, get uh, as they say, quote unquote, whacked. Because I'm in Canada. We're all good. Well, We're not allowed guns up here. I have a broom. Well, they can't whack me, so you know. But still, you know. I, I, but but still, folks. I mean, Dan Snyder has dug a proverbial grave for himself, and I'm just gonna sit back and just watch him dig deeper and deeper. Yes, because and we will do us and we will do a special sports cast podcast. When he does get removed by the NFL. We'll be celebrating and then we'll be like, oh God, please let the next owner be better. Yes. We'll now, also can... be wondering what kind of dirt that he's got on the other owners and Roger Goodell. Now, <laughs> I can tell you, my dad does not want Jeff Bezos to buy the team. That's who's going to be next. He could buy it, and guess what? I'll know. Would that be not a conflict of interest? Man. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you would have every Thursday night game. Yeah. You would be prime time all the time. Oh, man. At least, at least we'd know. have better games than the Denver Broncos. Oh, terrible, man. Terrible, terrible. I mean, we will give – if you did – we're going to put a poll up after this. If you watched that whole game last week on Thursday night, we want to know if you watched it. And what was your favorite moment? Oh, no. <laughs> I am letting JC do that poll, not me. <laughs> you know, I mean, and the best, I mean, as much as I love what Russell Wilson, right? Ozzy won a Super Bowl for the Seahawks. He's sit, he sits there. He stares at me every time I grab a beer because he's on my beer fridge. It's just, it's a system that he's in. He's mm. throwing more over the middle than he has his whole career. And you don't have the likes of Tyler Lockett, Lockett or Doug Baldwin, or DK Metcalf. I believe that the wide receivers of the Denver Broncos aren't even in the top 15. Right. And that's what you're going to throw to? Your tight ends. You gave away Noah Fant to the Seahawks with Shelby Harris, multiple draft picks. Noah Fant has more touchdowns than your wide receivers. The, the whole tight end group has more touchdowns than your whole wide receivers. I mean, Bill, if you're out there on the Seahawks right now as a wide receiver at tight end, I think you would be more of a fullback. You would have a touchdown. Yeah. And I mean, and good for Geno. We love Geno on this show. We do. We do love Gino. <laughs> no, no, actually, I, I don't mind him. He's he's good. He was he was a good quarterback in college. Yeah. I just and don't got like his, the college he got a he for the Jets, and they became a backup for the Seahawks. And you know what? He never said a word. He never complained. He never got in trouble with the law. He sat there every week. He helped out, and then he went this year. Pete Carroll says, "Here's the reins. You go," and he is gone. And that's what we like to see at the JC and Bill Sportscast. 
is second chances. Yeah. You know, just like the Cincinnati Reds that are going to have a a booking a booker in the in their stadium full time come January first to make okay. sport. Fans. Yeah, we yeah that that's actually a good transition in the baseball <laughs> because, like JC mentioned, the Cincinnati Reds and their ballpark are opening up a you know a a, a booking place to bet. And it's going to be full-time come January the 1st. JC, <laughs> I never thought I'd see the day where I would say this. Even though I've been on your side for the most part on this discussion. But now I am 100% on your side for this statement. Pete Rose needs to be in the Hall of Fame. If you have yes. a booking place in your own ballpark, then why the hell is Pete Rose not allowed to be inducted into the Hall of Fame? He never bet when he was a player. It was when he was a manager. There's a and he never he bet his team difference. to win. He bet his team to win. That's the thing. Is he always bet his team to win? Is nobody in Major League Baseball, and in particular the Baseball Hall of Fame, seeing the hypocrisy of what the deals have been between Major League Baseball and all the betting organizations? And and, and I'm not saying that, you know, people should not bet on baseball because... You know, if if you are good, better, then you should do it. Just don't bet all the time. Just don't bet on the Cincinnati Reds. You might get banned. Here, here's a man <laughs> in Pete Rose who has more hits than anybody, has played more games than anybody, is not in the Hall of Fame because... Of a rule that was instituted many, many years ago. But he did it when he was a manager. And then, because Pete Rose is always your argument for the Hall of Fame. Mine has always always been Shoeless Joe Jackson. Yes, and I also agree with that one. We've been over a hundred years now since that whole thing happened. And there is proof, there is proof that he did not gamble. He did not conspire with the betters on the World Series. He hit over 300. He didn't make no errors. But because they needed a scapegoat and Shoeless Joe Jackson was that guy. And he was was the nicest guy. so poor, you know, can't read. Yeah. One thing, play baseball. Does anyone not see the hypocrisy in all of this? See, this is where you need to have a come-to moment with Major League Baseball and the Baseball Hall of Fame. You're going to allow betting on your sport, which we love, and yet you're going to keep a man who... Before Babe Ruth, 
could make you can make a legit argument was the best hitter of his time. You can make a legit argument. Yep. And you're going to keep a guy who's had more hits than anybody in the history of the game out because of something he did as a manager. I'm 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 sorry, but you can't be this hypocritical and not have I, steroids is one thing. That's cheating to the game. Yeah. When you I Well, is it I mean can I, can I I'll say something. Uh, I watched that thirty for thirty with Mark McGuire and he admitted that he did it, but back then there was no policy on it. Right. So is it really cheating if there was no policy, if there was nothing? I mean, I don't know if you remember that. Uh, the same with Sosa? Uh, yep. But there was that commercial with uh, Maddox and Glavin and Chicks Dig the Long, the long ball. ball. Right? I mean, everybody was on board about it. Everybody knew. Baseball knew. And then they instituted a few years later because of the wrestling scandal. And they instituted it because Congress came after wrestling, came after baseball, says you need to do this and you need to do that. I mean, as far as we were concerned, we were watching one of the greatest home run races at that time of all time after coming out of the lockout, which saved baseball. And now these old, wrinkly-ass Raiders are going to be like, you're not allowed in the Hall of Fame? Are you well, kidding me? You're the ones who wrote the story about the home run chase. I, I mean... And now you're going to backtrack? To be fair, though, on the cases of Maguire and Sosa. Pardon me. On the cases of Maguire and Sosa, Maguire had a few years where he was injured and didn't really produce. Sosa was an unknown until that year. And then he had like three good years, and that was it. I think he had 60 home runs in three three years. four years in a row. Yes, and, and he then, also had uh, he also had Jello and or whatever he had in his cork back. Jello, boogie. and then with Barry Bonds, who was already a Hall of Famer before he got up on the steroids, he was already going to be a Hall of Famer. Yep. So, I, you know what? A-Rod. When they come out, A Rod would have been A Rod would have broke that record. Without steroids. I'll say this because um, we're getting close time-wise for the Baseball Hall of Fame. And this is the first year of their new committees that they're coming out with. And the first committee that's going to come up is the Contemporary Baseball Era Committee, which is 1982 today. So it's going to be interesting to see if McGuire and or Bonds are on that 10-person ballot when they do announce it. Or Sosa, or Kirk Schilling. I don't see Sosa. Sosa, I don't see. Schilling, I, I could see. Because that's going to be a different committee. It's not the writers. It's players, historians. Yep. But 
Well, I mean, we'll, we'll see when we get you, to it, I guess. You have to eventually go, when you go to the Hall of Fame, I mean, you go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, what's all based on? Rock Drugs, roll. sex, music. Mm-hmm. Right? You, know, I mean, I've been to the Hockey Hall of Fame. It's a glorious time. If you, I recommend when me, when eventually when Bill does go to Toronto to watch the Blue Jays, which we won't discuss that epic collapse. But you will love the Hockey Hall of Fame, Bill. That is one Hall of Fame I've wanted to go to. So, And there's interaction games. We're going to put you in goaltending equipment. Sweet. And we're going to videotape it as you're getting puck shot at you. <laughs> by the legends of Brett Hall and Al McGinnis. And, and I know your hero, Al Iafredi. Yes. You know, I mean, we're, and we're going to videotape this. We're going to tape this and see how Bill does. And then the Hawks are going to go in next. If <laughs> if I can block as good as Charles Barkley did last year, I think I got a good shot. <laughs> you know, but I mean, I I do love our Hall of Fame episode that we do, mm-hmm. where we sit there for baseball. We don't do it for football because you know, well, whatever, right? I, I mean, that one. We, no, go ahead. Then I then I want to say my thing. Yeah, because I mean, to me, the Hawk, the football Hall of Fame is kind of it's. To me, it's almost a crapshoot of what do you what have you done lately? For guys, are you a big name? Have you won a Super Bowl? Where baseball, I mean, you could spend twenty years doing what you've done in your craft and not get a chance to make it into the Hall of Fame. Unless you're Harold Reynolds. Or Baines. Who was it that God voted in? Harold Baines. Yes. I still defend that, but that's Yes, another, yes. That's and, another and story. Always, yes. That's another story for another time. That'll but, be our Hall of Fame episode. If we don't get whacked by the American government. Hey, I'm not getting <laughs> whacked. You are. But anyway. <laughs> but here's the thing with the voting. Why I prefer the voting for the Baseball Hall of Fame more than the Football Hall of Fame. With the Baseball Hall of Fame, you have a set list of people with the football hall of fame and and i don't mind that every hall of fame is different i really don't but these are the two where their voting is the most focused than any other yes with the football hall of fame they first do an announcement of like oh here are the five thousand people that are considered to be inducted for the Hall of Fame this year. And I know it's not 5,000. I'm just picking a random number. Then they cut the number to like 30. And then from 30 to 15, 15 to 10, 10 to 5. And then you have this committee, in quotes, where it's like, okay, does this person you know, deserve to be in the Hall of Fame? And then you also have to add in the senior committee of coaches and players and it's like oh do they deserve to be in why don't you just do a freaking vote do 70 percent and you're in because there's a lot of football players that should be in right now that aren't yeah and i mean and we're getting to the point of our time in our careers and yes i call our lives a career (laughs) That we're seeing the players that we cheer for, that we watch, that we booed against, are coming through for the Hall of Fame. I mean, back 20 years ago, 
you're like, okay, I've seen highlights of this guy. Now we're actually seeing these guys coming in, you know? And I mean, you're going to look at guys like, uh, I'll, I'll go off the Seahawks. You're going to look at guys like Richard Sherman, Marshawn Lynch, Russell Wilson, you know, Cam Chancer. Right? Same on your side. You're going to see those players starting to be recognized. I mean, baseball is a whole different sport. And I love watching these guys who start when they're 18 that I can remember. They're like, you know what? That guy had a great career. And all of a sudden, he doesn't get 70%. I mean, the crime dog, for Pete's sakes, should be in the Hall of Fame. The only one you and you and I both agreed should be in when we did it last year. Yes. And yeah. everybody believes that the crime dog should be in. Hey, if The guy they, won a World Series of Atlanta. If they didn't have the strike, he would have been in by now. Yes. And now I think he has to now he has to wait, doesn't he, to this he could go in this year if if he gets nominated through that committee cuz it's 1980 to the present. Holy crap, man. I'm going to have to do like three gomi funds today. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I know we're not going to buy the commanders with our GoFundMe, but I'm going to throw it out there. And any and all money you made, somehow someone donates because they see, oh, commanders, I'll put it in there. It'll get donated to children's hospitals across Canada and America. Mm-hmm. You know, because I know we don't have a shot for buying the commanders. But I am going to put it up there just for the hell of it. I mean, the the what was I going to say? I... I guess what I'm saying is, like, to finish up the Hall of Fame talk, then we're going to get into real baseball. The whole thing, because it started with the with the Reds and the betting thing, you got to fix yep. the Hall of Fame somehow. Because, I, I don't know. I mean, I had a MySpace back in the day, and I know I, I'm dating myself, and it's so great to I. tell this story. To people, my the kids now at work, they all look at me like with this blank face, like what's my space? What the hell is my? Where space? you could actually put music on your page. Yes, where I had a, a second link that Pete Rose should go into the Hall of Fame. Now it's been deleted because I've been on it for years. Right. But I had a MySpace, and I had a link for Pete Rose, and the conversation it's rolling, it's rolling. Now we're going to start seeing what happens this year. The purest hitter in all of baseball needs to be in the Hall of Fame. As far as I'm concerned. Well, uh, the baseball playoffs have started. They're on a roll. Um, And as of this recording, both National League series are tied at one in the division round. Uh, The Guardians and the Yankees game postponed today because of rain and I can tell you that because I'm getting I think the same storm as they are right now and the Mariners and the Astros by the time you guys are listening will have already played so we don't know if they're going to be tied up at one or Houston's up two games to zero that'll remain to be seen um I could tell you from watching the wild card round I really enjoy this new format for the playoffs. Absolutely enjoy it. Because it's a two out of three situation. It's, you know, win or go home. 
And I feel like the teams that won deserved to have won. Like, none of them are flukes to have gotten into the next round. No, I agree. I mean, we watched the Cardinals get swept by the Phillies. We watched the Blue Jays' epic collapse up 8-1, which I think it was over-coaching and just too many moves. You got mm-hmm. it. Just, okay, I'm going to, before we even go, can we stop with the nerds in baseball? Can we stop it? We're done. I'm done. I mean, what does your eye see? Gosman's pitching well. You're going up against the lefty in uh, Santana. Great ball player, right? Mm-hmm. You switch him over to the right side. And Tim Meza gives up a three-run home run. Like, they weren't hitting his sinker. He was on fire. He was at 93 pitches. <sighs> Can we stop at this? This is sports. This isn't – I mean – Football is one thing when you see two and those guys get concussed and they can't walk, right? I get that. This is baseball. You're supposed to throw a hundred and some pitches as a starting pitcher in a go home situation. You know, I'm done. Done with the analytics. And I don't know if you, I'll go off topic for a bit. I don't know if you saw the Joe Madden report of why you got fired. No, I had to, I didn't. So allegedly, one of the the executives phoned down to the dugout to tell Joe Madden what to do. Mm. And Madden told him to go F himself. Good for him. And then he got fired. Good for him. <laughs> and why, that's the way it should be. Why are you telling a manager who won a World Series, been to two, yeah. why are you telling him what to do? Who created a sport who created baseball in Florida. And now, I'm going to say it right now. Joe Madden is the daddy of baseball in Florida. Because without Joe Madden, there'd be no Tampa Bay Rays. Daddy. I will tell you that right now. And then you have someone who's going to phone to him. I mean, I like Madden. I think Madden's a great... I would. That's another guy who I would like to sit down for an hour and talk baseball with. Talk strategic and how he decides what he's going to do, right? Mm-hmm. But for him to say what he said, and then he got fired afterwards, and then now it's coming out, man, you have to look this up. It is wow. great. I, I think it's even a book or, or it's something going on with it. I mean, I read snippets of it. I mean, you don't let these people, you know, yeah, they pay you the, you know, they give you the checks, but you're, you're the manager. You do what you do. And I think what Buck Showalter did last week, I think, was a mistake. Because he basically gave away his entire plan for that series with the Padres. And I love Buck. I love Buck Showalter. See, you love Buck. I hate Buck. I think he will end up in Cooperstown. All you yes, had to I believe do... so too. But no, no, actually, I, I don't know. How is it that you could leave your the best reliever in baseball on the bench in 2016 in a wild card game in Toronto, not even throw one pitch and lose? But, okay, here's my thing. All he had to do was say, 
Scherzer's going to start the first game. Then leave the remaining two, if you had to do the, you know, games two and three, leave them a mystery. Instead, you go, oh, well, if uh, Scherzer wins, then we'll push DeGrom back to game three if we need a game three. If Scherzer loses, then DeGrom's going to start game two, and then so-and-so will start the third game. You keep that to your pocket. You keep that ace in your sleeve. You don't tell everyone that. That's why the Padres took one game out of two in Los Angeles because they knew who they were facing. Yeah. You don't do that. Buck, you're killing me. You had a team. You had a team who won 100-plus games, led the division until the last week of the year, and then you decide to say, oh, I'm going to use DeGrom if we lose on game one. And then for game three, I'll just use Joe Average for the third game, hope for the best. This is why the Mets are the first team in the history of baseball to not be in the divisional round and have 100 wins. One job. One job. You keep your plan in your pocket. Yes. And I believe the Bill rant is over. JC thought I was going to curse, but I didn't. <laughs> I, was, I, was waiting. I had my jar ready. <laughs> hey, I haven't used my card yet this year, so, you know. <laughs> I did. I got a couple saved up. My my you goal know, is coming... to my goal is to oh. not use my card for the rest of this year. <laughs> <laughs> now, what do you think of Joe Madden going up to to Joe Musgrove and saying there's something on his ear? I didn't see it when it originally happened, but I did see videos of it. Um, I mean, you kind of had to do it just to see what it is. Is that not desperation? Does that not reek of desperation? You know, well, you're in New York. They, weren't they down? You're four playing nothing? that stupid trumpet song. Weren't they down for nothing at that point? Yep. I mean, can I mean that right there? I mean, he got burnt on Twitter. He got burnt in the national media. He got burnt on sportscast for doing it. He after the first inning, he had two baseballs in his hands. See, I'm not a big fan of Joe. Uh, sorry, of uh, Buck Walter. Mm-hmm. For the fact he was the Orioles manager, and I seen what he did, and after he went after guys like Strowman and things like that, I was like, "What are you doing?" You know, and I've never been a big fan of, never will be. Not saying he's a great coach, and not saying the day when I do go to the Baseball Hall of Fame that he gets in there, and I'll say congratulations. And if I saw him on the street, I'd say congrats. He'll say not it a to big the plaque. <laughs> he won't say it to I his will. face. He'll say it to the plaque. Yeah, yeah. I know. He'll be like. Yeah, that guy hates me. I'm going to another cross, cross the other side of the street. I don't care who you are. <laughs> you know, but I mean, it is. And it reeks of, I mean, some managers are born to win. Dusty Baker. I mean, uh, Dave Roberts. I know they won, but he did also cost the Dodgers a World Series. Kevin Cash cost the Tampa Bay Rays a, a series. Again, you know why? Because mm-hmm. of the nerds. <laughs> and I mean, we love nerds, right? Them, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
right? I mean, I'm a nerd. I don't care, right? But right. baseball nerds. I will rephrase it as from now on, baseball nerds. Have you ever pitched? No. Can you throw a ball? No. How many laces are on a baseball? I don't know. But you're going to tell me that, oh, what I have to do. You're going to set my lot up for me. You're going to tell me who's going to pitch. You know what? If a guy ain't hitting the guy's fastball or the sinker, he's pitching extra inning. That's the way it's going to be. Right? And come playoff time, at win at all costs, you're going to give me a card that says who's orange, who's red, who's green. Everybody's green. If I need you, you're going to pitch. Right? That's the way it's going to be in so, baseball. So let me ask. Um, with the National League Division Series going on, between the Braves and the Dodgers, who's in more of a chance to lose their respective series? Uh, you know what? I think the Braves are. I mean, you're going back to Philly now for games three and four. Mm-hmm. Right? Philly's got the pitching. I mean, they are playing good baseball. They took down the Cardinals. Yeah. Right, the Braves, being World Series champs, have all the pressure on them. I think the Braves are more inclined to lose that series than the Phillies are to win that series. I and now tend, you're going to Philly. I tend to agree with you at this point right now because with Philly, they're a team, and we saw it last week, where they rallied and came back to win, and they've been on this roll ever since. Now, last night, you know, they, their game was delayed by, like, five hours. So, you know, it kind of threw a curveball, to pardon the pun there, on whatever game plan they had. With the yeah. Dodgers, with the Dodgers, I think they're a better road team than a home team. And I think they're going to be fine in San Diego. You know, that one, I don't disagree on that one. I like what San Diego is doing. I like the swagger walking into New York, taking two out of three to move on, having their going home, up tied 1-1, right, with the fans. I mean, mm-hmm. San Diego has always been that stepchild to, to, to L.A., it has. to the Angels, to the Dodgers to the A's, to the Giants. I think that, you know, game three is going to tell, I'll, I'll tell you what, after game three, I'll let you know what I, how I feel. Okay. I mean, the Padres could win game three, and I might be like, you know what, Dodgers are the next two. I think this game three will tell us exactly what's going to happen. I mean, if the, Dodge, if the Padres win kind of a crapshoot game that really didn't impress us, I can see the Dodgers coming back for four and five. If the Padres beat the Dodgers in a in a winning fashion, I can see the Padres taking that series. Okay. You know, and but tomorrow's game, that game will tell me what I need to see for the rest of the series. Very good. You know, and it's it's not like the weather's going to be be a factor like it is in New York and Cleveland. I mean, I would love to see Aaron Judge hit a home run in the snow. I mean, we we may get more geese, you know, depending on what happens in San. <laughs> oh yeah, they're they're all flying down. They 
man, it got cold here. All the geese were like, hey, man, we're headed down the States. We're out of here. Hey, want to go catch a baseball game? Sure. You know. <laughs> but, I mean, you look at the Astros, right, in, in Mariners. I mean, the Mariners have a roof. Astros have a roof. You don't have a roof in New York or Cleveland. I mean, weather does play a factor in those games. It does. It does. Right? You're not going to see a high-scoring game. I mean, no. And then which brings me to, have you seen how this series is going to work out now for the Cleveland-New York game? Uh, game tomorrow, game Saturday, game Sunday, if game necessary. Monday. And Monday, if necessary. Well, if necessary. No travel days. And then in the ALCS, it's they have game one and two, a travel day, and then it's three, four, five, six, seven. No travel day. Which means you might not be able to bring back a pitcher yeah. on short rest. Which to me, baseball is like that. Anyways, I don't think there should be any travel days. That's baseball. Right? You do a 10-game series, a road series, you're playing all 10 games. Right? You're traveling. Like Bron- or like Mo said on The Simpsons, Bronco Nagurski never had no bye week. That's right. Speaking of bye weeks, we Two got we Simpsons got a bye references week in the same episode. <laughs> Good lord! Oh, the Denver Broncos. Simpsons did it. <laughs> oh man! All right, but you know it's well it's a head scratcher. Let let let's get into the reason why we are on this week, and that is the start of the hockey season. It is underway. All the teams have started. Um, Not all the teams. Oh, who hasn't started yet? The Calgary Flames. Oh, well, they're they, starting tonight. They're starting tonight. But I think most of them play now. I see the Washington Capitals lost. They did. Don't worry, the Vancouver Canucks lost. My dad told me the Penguins put nine up on Tuesday. I believe so. Let me see. Uh, who did they do they... I know. No, there was the Lightning and the Rangers, which was a great game. The No, I don't think. No, the pay... Pens Oh, play he must have watched a repeat. Yes, it would have been a repeat because it was the Rangers and Lightning. Lightning and then the Knights and the Kings. Yes. Okay. So the game you saw was a repeat. All right. I, I, I won't. I won't let that. Uh... No. Get to them yet. You need to ask him, was somebody wearing 66 in that game? <laughs> All right. So, um, I, I think the big question for this season is who can stop the Avalanche from repeating as Stanley Cup champions? Yes, they did lose some pieces of their team, but... They're one of the favorites, I think, to win the cup again this year. Yeah, they look solid. They had the banner raising last night. They are playing the Chicago Blackhawks. Jack Johnson with the Blackhawks actually joined the the Avalanche during the flag raising ceremony, which was nice to see, right? Mm-hmm. You got invited over, which hey man, you were part of that season last year, right? I don't care what team you play on, right? Mm-hmm. And if the Chicago Blackhawks are going to complain and whine about it, their fans are going to whine about it. I got two words for you, and I ain't going to say it on the air. <laughs> but D Generation X would say it for me. 
loud and proud. Yeah, I I tried to skip that whole reunion on Monday night. Thankfully, it was put it? at the end of the show when there was five minutes left. So, and the old road dog was looking a little old. More the old dog. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. see, we know our wrestling. <laughs> but no, I think I mean, I watched the Canucks Oilers last night. I saw a blatant high stick. The cost the Canucks the game. We we all love Bruce Boudreau as well. Mm-hmm. He's a big Kevin Owens fan. And if you do if you do get a chance, look up YouTube. Yeah, Bruce Boudreau and up. Kevin Owens. Yeah, it was great to see. I mean, we all love Bruce. Bruce. I mean, and, how and here's ma- the funny here's the funny thing. Kevin Owens does not like hockey, and he's Canadian. Yes. But you know what? He wore a Canucks jersey, and I mean. Hey, man, Kevin Owens is now a honorary member of the Canucks. I'll uh, I'll let him know that. You let him know that from the hawk. <laughs> and there's millions of us out there. <laughs> but, I mean, hey, you know, it's we have five seasons here in Canada. And before we go on, I'm going to say something that, obviously, there's been some scandals up here in Hockey Canada. Yeah, tell me about them. So... Obviously, there were some sexual assaults that were recorded back in 2003 and I think 2018 mm. involving the World Juniors, the Canadian teams. And players are coming out saying they weren't there or they're verifying everything. And so Hockey Canada has lost all their sponsors pretty much. I think Bauer said, if you guys don't step down off the board, we're, we're also out. And I believe they might have dropped a sponsor. So the board actually stepped down. Everybody stepped down. They need to rebrand because of what's happened. And I mean, as much as it pains me to see because we are hockey up here in Canada, it's about time that young men respect women. You know, you're going to be given that opportunity. You'll be sitting at a bar or whatever. You still have to respect it. And you stop the stories I heard. I mean, I've grown up with guys who played hockey who were juniors. Some made it to the NHL, right? They made it through the junior junior ranks, mm-hmm. got good education for stuff. And, you know, stories that you've, you've heard and things like that, It's now it's unacceptable. And, I mean, it's going to be investigated it's, that it's safe for everybody. I mean, it's great to see that women are involved in sports. No, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'll be the first guy to say, sit here today saying, you know what? I don't care what you're, if you're male or female, black or white. If you're the coach of my team that, I, that I'm watching, you better coach. I don't care what you are, right? Are you qualified to do it? Yes? Good. That's all I want. You know, I don't care what it is. And that's just me. I mean, you might be the same way. I don't know. I won't put words in your mouth about it. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's who's qualified for it, you know. But there are there there's a lot of qualified people that can that can do the job, right? Yeah. But just like playing the game, you have to be able to be smart enough to coach a game. And when the pressure's on, what are you going to do? Baseball. I'll put it this way: besides Nathaniel Hackett screwing up multiple situations, baseball is one of the hardest games to manage. It is. Because you got everything ongoing. You got momentum. And within with one bat, momentum swings. What do you do here? What do you do there, right? How do we do this? How do we do that? 
football, three downs, you're out, right? Ah, whatever. We'll get in the next uh, series. We can think about it. Baseball, you can't do that, right? Hockey's the number two, is the second hardest sport to coach. Because everything's on the fly. Everything's going. Right? And I don't know. If I put football ahead of, of basketball for coaching. Just for the fact that basketball's like, give it to Curry. Let him shoot his threes. You know, these are what we're going to do. But it's tough, right? Mm-hmm. But I will say it that because we're on the subject of Hog Canada, that the board has stepped down, the CEO has stepped down, they're going to rebrand it, right? And it's going to be a safe place for everybody, which is good. I mean, everybody loves hockey. It's a great sport. I know it hasn't taken off much in the States. but I mean, Not the, guys the last couple watch, of years, no. No. But, I mean, it is. It's. I mean, you come to Canada, that's all it is, right? So now we're going to rebrand it. We're going to come back. I don't know if the sponsor can come back. We'll see what happens during the World Juniors where we all watch it. But, I mean, it comes at a time and place now in this day and age that everybody should be treated equal. Yeah. And uh, there was a story that was brought out there with uh, Wayne Simmons going after one of the reporters over the Toronto News for what he said. And some of the stuff he said I didn't agree with. On it, and now I mean, as a writer, right? Where do you, where do you, where do you, what do you say? Where do you, where do you cross the line? Things he said he did cross the line, and I was being called out on it, right? Yeah. And it's going to be something that, to me, it's like I said, it's near and dear to my heart. Watching hockey, I mean, I've watched my dad. I listened to the radio when I was seven or eight when the Canucks were playing the Kings in the playoffs. My dad snuck in a little transistor TV black and white that you can get on CBC for free. You know, so, I mean, I love the sport. And it's about time that Hockey Canada, the Old Boys Club, has gone away and we rebrand it. And I think it's going to be great for the sport. I mean, without Canada and hockey, there would be no hockey. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm glad that they got rid of or are getting rid of the people that um, did these things, and and I'm glad that we're living in an age right now where a lot of this stuff is coming out. But at the same time, we don't want it to be, you know, all of it coming down one after another, after another, after another, because eventually it's going to catch up, and it's just going to be, you know, we're going to miss something. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I mean, I've already, I've always said on this show, when someone says no, it means no. I, I didn't want to really jump into that whole thing again. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's going to affect any sport. It doesn't matter if it's football, if it's baseball, if it's hockey, basketball, you know, whatever sport it may be. It's going to affect all of us or all sports. Some just get a bigger attention than others because of the position that they're in in the, in, in the United States and in Canada. Especially for hockey in Canada, right? It's it's the lifeline that keeps people going when it's minus forty outside and the and the Maple Leafs are on in the in the evening first game and you got the Oilers Flames or Oilers Canucks or Canucks are right. And when that comes down, it's it's a big deal. And I mean it's and it actually went to to our Parliament over this, which is I think one of the, 
which, I mean, we can talk about that for, for hours, about how some politicians get away with it, but now they're bringing Hockey can over it and Reagan over the Colts. And it's been reported uh, lately here in the, in the U.S. to kind of go from another sport with soccer, with, you know, abuse and stuff like that, where some coaches have been fired, you know, from women's soccer. And, you know, they're, I mean, you know, they're fighting for the equal rights of the pay and all that. And now you get all of this. Um, honestly, I, I think what the problem is in general is a scandal like that with hockey and one with soccer could turn people away from the sports can turn people away from that respective sport and you know you got to hold the people accountable for it uh it's not one person it's many people you got to hold people accountable for it and you know to go to your the, the thing you said about coaching i was very fortunate to have good people coaching me when I was a youth as some kids are not that fortunate. I mean, you see videos nowadays of parents arguing with coaches, coaches arguing with parents, players getting into fights, coaches getting into fights. Like there, there was a thing a couple weeks ago back in Montgomery County in Maryland, uh, which was close to where I live where there was a huge fight on the football field with all the players and the coaches. And this is on the field in a football game, a high school football game. And they had to stop the game, end the game. I think a couple players got arrested for it. And then the school's got put on probation for the rest of this year. And you see it, you know, like even in peewee football, some videos where, you know, either the parents are yelling or the coaches are yelling. That's what's killing youth sports today. Not just here in the United States or in Canada or in North America. That's what's killing youth sports around the world. And look, look at Devontae Adams on Monday night. He pushed a camera guy, you know, or, or actually let me, let me bring up, uh, someone whose name you probably haven't heard in a long time. LeGarrette Blunt. He, um, has been in an episode of controversy as of late. Because he ran onto the field not too long ago to go after a coach after a game was over. And they're still figuring out what the, the whole situation is, what the punishment should be. And LeGarrette Blunt, for those who don't remember, he will forever be known 
as the guy who knocked out a Boise State player after a game where his team lost. He'll also be, with the Oregon Ducks, I believe, he'll also be the guy who got stopped for marijuana in his vehicle. Mm-hmm. For the Pittsburgh Steelers and got released. But the other guy, I think it was, uh, uh, who was their running back? The three Bs. Back when uh, marijuana was frowned upon. Yeah, but they had the other running back there. Or you had Brown, Rothsburg, and then I forget who the third one was. But, right. He was he was in the same vehicle, and he was kept. What was let go? So it's just. I mean, a college football or a, or a kid's coach got shot. Yeah. In Texas. What six six it's weeks ago? Out of hand. Like, one of the fortunate things for me is I've been able to go to my town's high school football games when they have home games. And it has been so much fun to go to. Because I never went to a high school football game when I was in high school. Because my high school didn't have a team. That's how small of a school we were. Um, You just... I think the hiring process across all youth sports needs to change because you need to find good people, not people who will just coach. You need to find good people who can coach. But they're far and few between because nobody wants to put up with the crap. I know. I I know. I mean, I umpired and I almost got thrown and get beat up in the parking lot. That's when you grab your, that's when you grab your aluminum bat and say, come at me again, I'll whack you. Yes, and that's not the American government whacking anybody. Exactly. And you know what I did? <laughs> I walked out there after I had a beer with the team that won. I know, everyone's going to say, well, that's... no, it's not conspiracy. We, I was doing bases. This girl ran into another girl who was going to catch the ball. It was interference. And I threw some guy out who was swearing from the stands. And he's like, I'll see you in the parking lot. I'm like, I bet you will. And there it's were. They were sitting in the parking lot. And I came out, and buddy went to approach me and said, it might not be a good idea to come at me. He's like, what, you got you and your buddies? I said, no, I don't need no buddies. I don't need an army. It's just not a good idea. Because you'll be laying on the ground in front of your team, in front of your wife, in front of everybody else. So I'm going to hop my vehicle. I'm going to drive away. That's what I did. You know, but I mean, after that, I said, I'm done. I'm done. I don't need this crap. And I know, I know rules of most, I, I forgot more, most rules than most people remember for baseball. I'm not going to be put in that situation again. It wasn't fun. You know? Yeah. So back well, to hockey. Yeah. Back to hockey. <laughs> Um, are there any teams that maybe we should keep our eye on this season as far as getting better? Uh, I think the Islanders will be an interesting team to watch. The Los Angeles Kings. The Sabres will be interesting to see if they whether they go up or down or not. Obviously, the Maple Leafs, see if they choke in the first round. Seems to be a choice thing in Toronto lately. 
The Metropolitan Division is going to be tough. The Bruins will be an interesting team, I think. The guys hurt. See what happens. The Pacific's going to be tough. You're going to go through Western Canada against the Flames, the Oilers, and the Canucks. You know, I think it's going to it's going to play out the way we we think it's going to play out. There's always those couple of teams that do come out of nowhere. But like you said, is there a team that's going to fight, go up against the Abs? Honestly, one team that I think will, and we saw them the other night, I think it's the New York Rangers. Yes, they are looking pretty good. I really think they've got a legit shot to win the Eastern Conference this year. Um, I don't think Carolina is going to be as good as they have been the past several years. I think with Pittsburgh and Washington, they're both getting up there in age. I mean, they're both going to be good teams. I expect the both of them to be in the playoffs, but I don't think they're going to be big factors. Does a Vetchkin get his? Does he? Does a Vetchkin break Gretzky's record for most? Not this year. Not this year. Next year, probably. Not this year, though. Because he has to. He has to pass Gordy Howe first. Yeah. And that he he will do this year. He will pass Gordy Howe. And then then the countdown to Gretzky will begin. Yeah. Now, Gretzky's most um, points of all time is safe. Nobody will ever get that record. Yeah, yeah, I'm not worried. About, I'm not worried about that one. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I just think with Ovechkin, he will pass Gordy Howe this year. I will say, by the end of this year, he will be in the 50 zone for Gretzky. He'll be, he'll be within 50 of Gretzky by the time the season's over. Because he scored 50 this year. Yeah. yeah I think so. Even Crosby, Crosby chimed in and said that he's, he's like, yeah, it's going to be something to watch. Because, and I'm looking this up thanks to HockeyReference.com. Ovechkin's 21 away from Hal. He will get he will get there. Yeah. yeah. He's a hundred four or a hundred. Yeah. 114 behind Gretzky. So he would need to have about a 55 goal season to be within about 50 for Gretzky. Yeah. So he'll, de- I, I definitely think he will get it here. He will not get it this year. He may get it next year. I don't know. But it's going to be close. Yeah. yeah. I think it'll be three years if he keeps up the pace he's at. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can see him scoring 50 this year. And then you got to start seeing the decline. I mean, it might be 35 the year after that. And then maybe tack on 20 the year after that. I mean, looking at, you know, his goals, like how many he's had 
per year. His lowest was the shortened year with 24. So you can't. You and can't there's really... a strike week. There's a strike year, too. Yeah. But after that, he's got so many 50 goal seasons and he has one 60 goal season. You know. And how old is he? Ovechkin is 37. So 37, 30, 39. I'll tell you what, it'll be an interesting race. I mean, if he doesn't get it, nobody's going to get it. As long as he stays healthy, that is the key. And and he's normally been healthy for the for the majority of his career. He does not get hurt often, which is a plus for him. So we will we will definitely see. We will definitely see. Should be fun. Well, I think oh go ahead. I was gonna say it should be fun. I mean we love watching records get broken. You know, there'll be a couple that'll never be touched again in lifetime. Mm-hmm. Most consecutive games played in baseball will never be touched. As per the union. Most points in hockey never be touched. Basketball is a different story. Football is a different story because they keep opening up the offense. Yeah. But there are some some records that will never be touched. Well, I think that's a good way to wrap up the show for this time around. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter, JC Bill Sportcast. And you could follow or join us on Twitter or Facebook, I mean, with the JC and Bill Sportscast. Over 300 members on our group. So come and join us and have a fun time. So thank you all for tuning in to this episode, and we will talk to you again real soon. You guys have a good one. Have a good-